Story time with Oversky. Hey, I'm here with uh, Kiki Gaziali, and she is the creator of NatWomen.co. Um, how are you doing today, Kiki? I'm really good. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Um, really nice to be chatting with you. Thanks again for taking the time to um, chat with me. Uh, can you tell us more about what NatWomen is and why you got into that? Yeah. Um... So thank you so much for asking me to come on here. I really appreciate it. Um, Netwomen.co came about because I um, started my business as a life and business coach, helping women who are struggling with perfection and with the fact that they are high achievers and very successful and struggling with imposter syndrome. So that was my main reason for going to networking events at the time. And when I used to go to networking events, and that was five years ago, here in Edinburgh, I used to come across a sea of men in grey suits. And that was... That was... That was... very daunting and I felt quite intimidated by it all Um, and I felt that I wasn't really in the room I didn't belong and I didn't feel like I was comfortable so there were many times where I'd turn up to these events and walk away so I decided to create my own um, and that started off as an in-person event in Edinburgh and Glasgow and um, It was really fun. We enjoyed the networking and lots of women were able to talk and come along. And the whole point of starting that was because I'd started a business and I was working from home. I was remote. I felt alone. I felt isolated and I felt stuck. And I felt that there wasn't a supportive community that was out there for me. So I started this and in the process, I developed um, women in networking and then last year towards the end of last year I decided to globalize the business and really did not know you know no one knew that COVID was going to happen didn't know that COVID was around the corner and it happened and actually COVID made the world a smaller place in terms of people are now able to connect online people are more open to connect online and um, our, our community, netwomen.co, has grown by 200% over the last five months. And what we do is we help women who are struggling with the social isolation right now, feeling alone and stuck, and offer that supportive community for you, where we offer networking events, we offer coffee and chat we offer mastermind groups where you can come along and feel safe and talk about your challenges and it's about creating your killer mindset it's about the diversity and inclusion and belonging and also the fact that at this point in time I think there is a massive gap in the market when it comes to mental health support and supporting people through this really difficult time which has been quite challenging for many um, and we don't know what the figures are but I certainly know that the there is a, a pandemic of 
mental health issues that have come out of COVID. Um, and so we're here to support you through that. That's great, uh, thank you. So did, when you were originally building this, uh, did you meet a lot of other women who were kind of running through the same experience where they would go to uh, these networking events and feel like, okay, I don't really fit in here or I'm not really comfortable speaking because I'm not thinking maybe of the way that you're being perceived by others or uh, how has that been? Um, I certainly think that um, that is one of the factors that women struggle with, specifically in certain industries where there is obviously still a very male-dominant vibe, such as in law or finance or in STEM. And there's, you know, the even more um, corporates are understanding this and building their own women's networks. But what I'm hearing is that there is no consistency with these networks, that people aren't getting the support that they need, specifically in the areas that are most challenging, which is socially connecting with people, perhaps people that you're not necessarily in that bubble with all the time, and being able to um, be open and honest and share experiences is what we are achieving within NetWomen, which I haven't seen anywhere else. I haven't seen that ability to connect with people when you go to a networking event, for instance, where you don't feel comfortable um, and awkward not being able to go in and make that conversation. Obviously, being online now, it's made it a little bit easier, but even still, I'm going to networking events where I'm seeing lots of pictures on Zoom of lots of men, but very few women. Again, that seems to be a bit of a challenge. So netwomen.co has helped um, really build up confidence for women and for them to say, you know what, now I've come to your events, I can go to these events where I feel more confident and I feel like I belong now because I've got the experience. So it's um, it's really rewarding to see that happen. That's great, yeah. I, I mean, the fact that you're doing this mainly from a place where you want to really feel satisfaction and helping other women feel comfortable uh, is really fantastic. Um, have you have you ran into, into any like pushback at all against what you're doing, or do you get a lot of people who are kind of uh, skeptical of of what you do? No, because we are partnering with other communities and other um, interesting companies who are diverse, inclusive, and really helping support and promote women's networks. Because I think that there is there's a definite difference in the way that women and men talk to each other and also the way that they network. Um, and certainly, we are a non-salesy, non-pitchy um, space where we are talking about building genuine relationships and making those connections so that you can then lead and succeed and be able to share and be open about your stories and things and not have to worry about what kind of judgment you're going to get back from it. So not really. Um, I think I've been really lucky. The people that I have reached out to have been really supportive and 
really wanting to collaborate and support us and push our our brand forward. That's really fantastic. Um, so when it comes to when it comes to all uh, the breakthroughs and the stories that women are sharing uh, when they come to your events, have you experienced that? That's been something that's more present uh, during this transition to doing this more online, or do you feel like it had worked, uh, or you had gotten more of those kind of experiences uh, at the in-person events? How do you, how has that been going? I think that there's been um, a really good uptake of online events. I think that during the time where we were able to meet in person, it's much, it's a different uh, event. Um, I certainly miss the social connection because I'm a social person. And um, I think the conversations coming out of that, I certainly think that the key is in the follow-up. So anything that you do, it's important to follow up after a conversation um, and not just leave it. If you are interested in doing things with that person or collaborating or finding out more about them, it is about that follow-up and building that relationship. And exactly the same happens when we're on a Zoom call. We break out into smaller rooms. We are able to have those interesting conversations that are open and certainly challenges that come up. And I think we're much more likely to share when we're in a smaller group than we are if we're in a big Zoom call of 50 people. It makes it much easier when, when we're splitting off into smaller groups. So that seems to have worked really well. Um, I think that answers your question. Yeah, I, I think that's a good answer. Um, regarding getting ready to share stories on your platform, is there any kind of like uh, preparation you do beforehand just to help people feel, uh, you know, more comfortable with sharing their stories? What What is that process kind of like usually? I think certainly because we are so informal and so fun and so friendly and relaxed, we're all about, you know, there is no agenda. And I think that really makes it easy for people to feel like they're not being judged and that they can come into the space and just be themselves uh, and just, you know, act as they would do. And we've had many testimonials and some of them are, you know, it's almost like coming to a group, of, being with a group of friends, which is really important. And that, for me, is what I've always wanted to achieve with this, is the fact that you feel like you love the space enough to call it your own home and that it's a friendly enough space where you feel like you're in a group of friends. Um, and we've also got a podcast, Net Women Uncut, which offers another space where you can come on if you want to talk about relationships, toxic relationships, mental health issues and mindset. And we focus on these things purely because that's what seems to be coming up right now. Um, and again, you can be you can be anonymous on these podcasts if you wish, um, which makes it again a safe space. I think that's really great that you're um, actually involving anonymity into um, into your podcast. Uh, have you seen the issues that are uh, people are wanting to discuss kind of shift as things have transitioned to more online, uh, as far as uh, talking about relationships? things like that go? Yeah, I think there's definitely been a rise of um, toxicity in relationships because I think obviously we've never spent as much time with the, with the person in our lives as we have done now. 
um, being at home all the time. So certainly those things have started coming up more. People are wanting to share that more. Um, and if you are stuck and you're feeling like that relationship is struggling and it is getting out of hand and out of control and you don't know what to do, this is a great space to come and talk about it because I want to encourage these kind of conversations. There's so many people that are, are in this position and just don't know what to do, just don't know where to go. Um, but there's so much advice out there from people who have been there that it's great to see that other women do want to help other women and support each other. So in regards to that, um, as far as like the time spent in relationships and um, also I just wanted to quickly touch on how you're also helping people with business. So like do you usually have a mix of these kind of business uh, stories uh, with relationship stories as well or are these just specific groups of people uh, based on what kind of stories they're sharing? I think there just is a mix. Um, there's, there's people who've had toxic relationships with their boss, where they want to talk about that. And there's also people that want to talk about their mental health issues, certainly struggling, working from home, never had the experience of it before because they've always worked in an office surrounded by people where you can just go into the kitchen and have a quick chat with a colleague, you know, and talk about things or, or go to the coffee machine, just catch up about how your day's going. You can't do that anymore. And certainly that has been a bit of a struggle for people, that lack of social connection and the isolation that you feel when you are sitting at home. And there is no working from home. I guess it's just life now. You know, people are working from the kitchen table and there are no boundaries. You know, you can just work and work and work all day long and not have a break. So it's important to have those boundaries, definitely, when you're working from home, certainly from a corporate point of view and from a business point of view as well. Have you um, kind of shown the spotlight on uh, how time comes into affecting uh, the relationships that, we are, that people are experiencing with each other and um, how new boundaries kind of have to be established uh, now that you know, people are spending way more time and, and things like that. How, how have you kind of approached that challenge? Because that's something I'm always, you know, personally interested to learn more about. I think that I've done a, I think I did a podcast on this and also I've done some blogging on creating those boundaries. I think certainly one of those things is, you know, make sure you have breaks, make sure you go out in the fresh air. Make sure you schedule in some time on your calendar to actually step away and have some lunch. Um, because I find myself sometimes working till three, four o'clock and going, oh, actually, I need to have a break and have some lunch now. Um, and again, you know, that is all part and parcel. I've had experience of working from home for the last 12 years. I, um, you know, I've, I've done this for so long now that I have made it a practice you do certain things and you have to make a routine a lot of people lost the routine with covid forgetting that you know waking up again at seven o'clock in the morning wasn't needed and waking up at 12 was okay again um which was fine for a few days and then after that it just gets exhausting um 
and routine, lack of routine is is a big factor. So get that routine back in because I found that was one of the major factors that I needed to do to change things around. Yeah, I mean that's incredibly important um, as having those routines and just setting like new ways of approaching work, especially if you've never worked from home. Like you said, it can be so easy to just get lost and then. You know, I've, I've had days where I've spent 12 hours straight just working and just realizing, like, okay, maybe I missed dinner. Um, and I'm like, okay, I can eat now. It's fine. Because I, I no longer feel like, okay, I have to go out and grab something to eat because I'm at home. So I don't, that, that same impulse might not be there to just go out and get something. So I'm like, oh, that can be whatever. Um, it can be easy to get all your schedules messed up kind of if you, fall into that flow of just doing things almost um, as you feel like you should do them at home because normally you're just relaxing so that's fine so <laughs> yeah uh, well thank you so much for your time Gigi I really appreciate it it's been super nice chatting with you where is the best place for people to follow uh, what you're up to on social media yeah so um, my tag is at by pinky g or at netwomen.co and netwomen.co, we're on a website, www.netwomen.co, C-O, there is no UK or com or anything like that. And uh, we're on all the platforms. We're on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a page and a group. Great. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll let's stay in touch. Hi, this is Matt Shaver. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Oversky. This podcast is produced by me and the rest of the team at Oversky. It would mean the world to us if you could share this with any of your friends. And you can also find this podcast on iTunes, Apple, Spotify. And we also have a YouTube channel, a Facebook group called Storytime with Oversky. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And we look forward to sharing more of this content with you.